0: Welcome to another Take 10 with Jen. Get equipped in the supernatural. And now, here's Jen. Thank you for joining me today on this beautiful morning in Turlock, California. And I'm so excited to be able to do my first podcast ever. So, welcome. Thank you. And today we're going to talk about my best friend. And who is my best friend? Well, he's the Holy Spirit. Did you know that you can have a friendship with him? you certainly can. Actually, everyone who knows Jesus can have a friendship with the Spirit of God. Uh, A lot of times we are taught to have a relationship with God the Father, and that's awesome. And we're taught to have a relationship with God the Son, Jesus Christ, and that's amazing too. But a lot of us have not been taught, have not been even told that you can have just as much of a relationship with the Holy Spirit. And that makes sense because the Holy Spirit is here on the earth with us. When Jesus, he died and, and he was resurrected after three days and went to sit uh, at the right hand of the father. What did he say to his disciples before, before all that happened? He says, well, I'm going to go away, but another is going to come. And, and he said that other is going to be just like him. So we would never, ever be alone. Well, who was that other? It was the Holy Spirit. And we see him fall upon the believers in Acts chapter two, who are waiting for the promise of the father waiting for those very words that jesus said to come to pass and so so the holy spirit came and fell upon those believers but he didn't leave he didn't he didn't go somewhere else he didn't go back up to heaven he actually stayed with us now think about it he's right here with us But it's almost like we don't realize it. We ignore him. We don't talk to him. We don't acknowledge him. We don't honor him only because many of us, I think we've just been ignorant to it. Well, today I want to open your eyes and say you can have a vibrant, intimate friendship with the spirit of God and he's waiting for you. Well, after I gave my life to Christ years ago, a very small Pentecostal church in Los Banos, California, I had no intention of being a Christian, but God knew what he was doing. He got me into that church service. He met me there. He encountered me with this presence. I got baptized in the Holy Spirit. I began to speak in other tongues, but what really marked me was the feeling of his intense and powerful presence. That marked me. It left a thirst in me. I wanted more, only I didn't know where to find it. And so I would take note that over over time in vibrant church services, I would feel his presence like that again. Or in some very specialized conferences that I attended, I would feel his presence like that again. And, and I just kept thinking, I should be able to feel the presence of the Holy Spirit all the time. He's right here. I see it in the word. You know, he doesn't he hasn't left us. He hasn't forsaken us. I'm baptized with his presence. And yet there's this constant sense of disconnection. My second frustration was when I would minister to people just the things I see in the Bible said that it says there that when you lay hands on the sick, they would be healed. It says that if you're a believer in Jesus, you will cast out demons. There's all sorts of supernatural acts that should happen through the life of the believer. And I and I knew it from the word, and I've seen others operate in it. And for me, however sometimes things would work when I pray for others and a lot of times things didn't work when I prayed for others they didn't get set free they didn't get healed and I was just so frustrated with that because my heart was to see people get free and I took note of men and women of reputation that I would go to their conferences or I would I would read their stories I'd read their testimonies and it just seemed you know that they were consistent In operating in the power of God, that that people were regularly healed through their ministry, that people were regularly set free when they prayed for them, that there was this this supernatural activity around their life at all times. And I took note of it. And and I noticed that there's one thing that all of them said collectively. And they said this, they said, the Holy Spirit is my friend. They they really honored him. And they made a point of it saying, he's my friend friend, I know him. And so I took note of what they said. And I decided I need to find out how to have a Friendship with the Holy Spirit that it's possible that maybe this is what's frustrating me not feeling connected to him and not seeing the signs and wonders happen in my life the way that they should the way the Bible says that they can happen and so I began to take a journey with the Spirit of God just in my own personal prayer time now don't get me wrong I always prayed I just didn't feel his presence when I prayed uh, consistently I did sometimes but but not consistently and i I was going after consistency. And so in my prayer time, I began to say to the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, I want to be your friend. Teach me friendship. I want to know how to walk closely with you. I want to feel your presence and discern your presence every moment of the day. I just believe it's possible. And I kept going back to him with that prayer again and again and again. I have to admit, nothing changed for a while. But then one day I noticed as I prayed that I could feel the felt presence of the Holy Spirit in an identifiable way. I could feel him walk into the prayer room that I was at. It was here in Turlock, California in our prayer chapel. And I remember that day and I could feel him walk into the room and then rest upon me in a way I've never been able to identify before finally he answered my prayer and it's in the word it's in Isaiah chapter 11 you know it talks about the seven dimensions of the Holy Spirit the first one being that the Spirit of the Lord will rest upon you and I just experienced that because I've been calling out to him in friendship saying where are you I should have your felt presence and and I have that sense of connection with you in my life and and teach me how to do that. Well, well, he answered that prayer, and he walked in the room, and he rested upon me. Now, understand that has nothing to do with with him not being in me as a believer in Jesus. He definitely was in me. I was baptized in the Holy Spirit. The Bible says you give your life to Christ, and and He comes to dwell inside of you, and He's there, and that's a guarantee of your salvation. No, what I'm talking about is something totally separate, where He literally will rest upon you. So He's already in you if you're a believer in Jesus, but but he will rest upon you in in, an, in a way and in a manner that says we have a relationship. And, and so I, I begin to notice that, that when I prayed like that again and again, I would feel that same thing happen. He'd walk into the room. He'd rest upon me. And I begin to crave that. Uh, and I begin to crave that sense of him resting upon me like that, all the time. And more and more so, as I begin to talk to him about this, I notice that resting upon. He began to rest upon me and and I begin to to not want that to change ever because there were times that it did change there were times where i didn't feel him rest upon me and you want to know why that was there was usually something in my own heart it was something that offended him such as bitterness towards somebody or criticalness towards somebody or unforgiveness towards somebody those things those heart issues really offended him to the point where he he, his presence would lift off of me. And so I've learned over the years that when I feel disconnected to his presence, when his presence isn't resting upon me the right way, I begin to ask him to show him my heart, there's something in my heart that needs to be be uh, put in order. And he just so kindly tells you, and he kindly invites you to to get right with people. And and in doing so you're right with him, and his felt presence comes upon you. Well, not only that, as his felt presence would rest upon me, I begin to notice the signs and the wonders begin to increase in my life. I begin to notice that when the glory of God, that's the Holy Spirit, when he rests upon you, that the glory of the Lord begins to manifest through you. And I have seen more signs and wonders happen Since since he began to rest upon me like that, I began to see an escalation of healings, an escalation of miracles, an escalation of deliverances. And over time, it's just increased and increased and increased. But it all goes back to this, having that relationship, that friendship, going after that with the Holy Spirit. It's not easy. It's a challenge because it's a real relationship. You can't be superficial with him. But the benefits are the the miracles, the signs, and the wonders, and especially Him. Thank you so much for joining me today on Take 10 with Jen. If you'd like to be a partner with me, please go to jenniferevaz.com and just hit the Donate tab. Thank you. Thanks again for listening to Take 10 with Jen. For more resources and to become a partner, visit us at jenniferevaz.com.